Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to Shravanam Diaries podcast. I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are continuing to read the teachings of Queen Kunti by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Hare Krishna, the only, yes, this is chapter number 16, which is entitled returning to our natural consciousness the only truly worthwhile books are those like Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita in the Bhagavatam 1.5.10-11 it is said Tadvayasam tirtam ushanti manasa nayatraham sa niramantyu shekshayah. Quote, those words which do not describe the glories of the Lord who alone can sanctify the atmosphere of the whole world, the whole universe, are considered by saintly persons to be like unto a place of pilgrimage for crows. Since the all-perfect persons are inhabitants of the transcendental abode, they do not derive any pleasure there. Mm. So they do not derive any pleasure in those words which do not describe the glories of the Lord. Jai. Quote, on the other hand, that literature, which is full of descriptions of the transcendental glories of the name, fame, forms, pastimes, etc., of the unlimited Supreme Lord is a different creation, full of transcendental words directed toward bringing about a revolution in the impious lives of this world's misdirected civilization. Such transcendental literature, even though imperfectly composed, are heard, sung, and accepted by purified men who are thoroughly honest. Jai, Haribo, Haribo. Wow, I, I remember that literature which is full of descriptions of the glories of the name, fame, forms, pastimes of the Lord is like glorious, but I, I don't remember this line that it's directed toward bringing about a revolution in the impious lives of this world's misdirected civilization. Spiritual revolution. Jai. Any literature that has no connection with God is just like a place where crows take enjoyment. Where do crows enjoy? In a filthy place. But white swans take pleasure in nice clear waters surrounded by gardens so even among animals there are natural divisions 
the crows will not go to the swans, and the swans will not go to the crows. Similarly, in human society there are men who are like crows and men who are like swans. The swan-like man will come to the centers of Krishna consciousness where everything is clear, where there is good philosophy, good transcendental food, good education, good intelligence, everything good. Whereas crow-like man will go to clubs, parties, naked dance shows and so many other things, so many other such things. Keeping in mind the revolution in the uh, revolution, what is it? Revolution in the impious lives of this world's misdirected civilization. Mm. So it's meant to revolutionize crow-like people. So the Krishna consciousness movement is meant for swan-like men, not for the men who are like crows. But we can convert the crows into swans. That is our philosophy. Those who were crows are now swimming like swans. That is the benefit of Krishna consciousness. Haribol. The material world is the world where swans have become crows. In the material world, the living entity is encaged in a material body and he tries to gratify his senses in one body after another. But the re-establishment of dharma will gradually turn crows into swans. For example, a man may be illiterate and uncultured, but he can be converted into an educated, cultured man by training. This training is possible in the human form of life. I cannot train a dog to become a devotee, that is difficult. Of course, that also can be done, although I may not be powerful enough to do so. When Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was traveling through the jungles of Jarikanda, the tigers, the snakes, the deer and all the other animals became devotees. This was possible for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because he is God himself and can therefore do anything. But although we cannot do that, we can work in human society. Regardless of how fallen a man is, if he follows the instructions of Krishna consciousness, he can return to his original position. Of course, there are degrees of understanding, but one's original position is that one is part and parcel of God. Understanding of this position is called Brahman realization, spiritual realization. And it is this realization that Krishna himself comes to this world to re-establish. Lord Krishna came to this world at the request of his devotees, Vasudeva and Devaki. Vasudeva Deva Kyam Yachito Bhyagat Although in their former lives Vasudeva and Devaki were married, they did not have any children. Children. 
they engaged themselves in severe austerities and when Krishna came before them and asked them what they wanted, they said, we want a son like you, that is our desire. But how is it possible for there to be another God? Krishna is God and God is one, he cannot be two. So how could there be another God to become the son of Vasudeva and Devaki? Krishna therefore said, It is not possible to find another God, so I myself shall become your son. So some people say that it is because Vasudeva and Devaki wanted Krishna as their son that he appeared. Although Krishna actually comes to satisfy his devotees like Vasudeva and Devaki, when he comes he performs other activities also. Vadhaya Chasuradvisham The word Vadhaya means killing and Suradvisham refers to the demons who are always envious of the devotees. Krishna comes to kill these demons. An example of a demon is Hiranya Kashipu. Because Pralada Maharaj was a devotee, his father Hiranya Kashipu was so envious that he was prepared to kill his own son, although the little boy's only fault was that he was chanting Hare Krishna. This is the nature of demons. Jesus Christ also was killed by the Suradvisham those who were envious of him. What was his fault? His only fault was that he was preaching about God. Yet he had so many enemies who cruelly crucified him. Therefore Krishna comes to kill such Suradvisham. This killing of the envious, of course, can be done without the presence of Krishna by setting to work the natural forces of war, pestilence, famine, and so on, Krishna can kill millions of people. He does not need to come here to kill the rascals for they can be killed simply by his direction or na nature's law. Brahma Samhita 5.44 Nature has so much power that it can create, maintain and annihilate everything. Srishti means creation, sthiti means maintenance and pralaya means destruction. Nature can create, maintain and also destroy. This material cosmic manifestation is being maintained by the mercy of nature, by which we are getting sunlight, air and rain, by which to grow our food so that we can eat and grow nicely. But nature is so powerful that at any time it can destroy everything simply by one strong wind. Nature is working under the direction of Krishna. Maya Dyakshena Prakriti Therefore, if Krishna wants demons killed, 
He can kill millions of them with merely one strong blast of nature's wind. So to kill the demons Krishna does not need to come. When he comes, he does so because he is requested by his devotees like Vasudeva and Devaki, as Kunti Devi indicates by using the word Yachita, meaning being prayed for. Therefore, the real cause of his coming is at the request of his devotees. But when he comes, he simultaneously shows that he is prepared to kill anyone who is envious of his devotees. Of course, his killing and maintaining are the same because he is absolute. Those who are killed by Krishna immediately attain salvation, which generally takes millions of years to get. So people may say that Krishna has come for this purpose or that purpose, but actually Krishna comes for the benefit of his devotees. He always looks after the welfare of his devotees, and so from this instruction of Kunti, we should understand that we should always be concerned with how to become devotees then all good qualities will come upon us. Haribo! Yes, yes, ti bhakti ir bhagavatya kinchana sarvais gunaish tatra samasate sura Bhagavatam 5.18.12 If one simply develops one's dormant natural devotion for Krishna, one will develop all good qualities. Our devotion for Krishna is natural. Just as a son has natural devotion to his father and mother, we have natural devotion to Krishna. When there is danger, even materialistic scientists pray to God. Of course, when they are not in danger, they defy God and therefore danger is required in order to teach these rascals that there is God. Our natural position is to be dependent on God. Artificially we are trying to banish God, saying God is dead, there is no God, or I am God, but when we give up this rascaldom, Krishna will give us all protection. Haribol. Jai, we have completed chapter number 16. Tomorrow we shall read 17th, entitled Lightning the Burden of the World. Hmm. Jai. So, thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. And uh, we shall see you tomorrow. Please check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com. Please read along with us. You can find the book links, the episodes, catalog, the timeline, and descriptions also on the website. Check out these books, read them along with us, share them with everyone you know. And in this way, so many... It will, yes, it will bring a revolution in the lives of the impious man of the misguided civilization, right? <laughs> Haribo. 
So see you next time. Hare Krishna.